Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. We hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving filled with ample amounts of quality turkey bird. Great amounts of accoutrements, including potatoes, stuffing, yams. Of course, a great dessert consisting of a cigar and wonderful libations. And after Thanksgiving, that's when the technology of a Sansa belt pair of trousers can come in at its finest. When after that big meal, you're sitting on the couch, you've got food coma going on, the tryptophan is sitting in, setting in, you can just loosen those pants and be comfortable and watch football and enjoy the rest of the day. Well, lieutenants, I'll tell you what, no matter where you have enjoyed your Thanksgiving, we hope it was indeed a safe one and a magnificent one. And we welcome you Today, to the Cigar Dave Show. Long ash greetings and salutations, a long ash snappy salute, Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure, America's alpha male front and center. And I have a very special group of members of the Cigar Dave crew that are with me. First of all, to my right, I have Captain Paul Bolani. Captain Paul, greetings. Greetings to you, General, and all the other lieutenants across America what a wonderful Thanksgiving I hope you all had. Colonel Ange is to your right from the pooch pit. Colonel Ange, you look refreshed. You look invigorated. You don't smell of any Woodford Reserve bourbon sauce anymore. Yes, General, long ashes to you. And, yes, in fact, the cooking is done. It's all set aside. I can sit back and relax with you this afternoon. Excellent. And, of course, we have... All the way from the European Theater of Operations, he stayed. Mick the Brit. Indeed, General, and hope you had a great Thanksgiving, sir. Well... Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, but we're going to let you in on a little secret. This show is not actually live, but that's okay. This is a fresh show. This show is being recorded the day after the big Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock that took place at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino last Saturday, November 22nd. But we had everybody gathered here, so we wanted to do a special show. We're all here in the Cigar City at a clandestine hotel location. That is 100% cigar friendly. We are under a magnificent, beautiful cigar patio. The weather right now is spectacular, about 78 degrees, light breeze, the aroma of cigars wafting all around us. I would say, gentlemen, this is a perfect venue for us to conduct pleasure maneuvers. Oh, indeed. Most definitely. It's like the Sunday morning after the Saturday night before. 
Whatever you just said, Mick, I will concur. Of course, you Brits, we can never understand what you just said. You want to explain that one more time slowly? What does that mean in, in British, Mick? What a profound statement, Mick. Well, there was. do you ever see that movie, uh, Saturday Night, Sunday Morning? No, I've no, heard I Saturday haven't. Night Fever <laughs> yeah. we've seen. But Saturday Night, Sunday Morning, uh, we've never. You know, i got to tell you something, Mick. I watch BBC try to get into some of the TV going on in Britain. Number one, I can't understand you all. Pardon? I, I can't understand you all. And number two... What did he say? Yeah, exactly. Well, we speak correct English. You guys speak that funny form. This is how English is meant to sound when it's spoken properly. Oh, so it's meant to sound funny. No, this is how it's meant to sound when it's spoken properly. How do you say W-A-T-E-R? Water. 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 Yeah, there's a T in in water, not a D, not water. No, we're we're saying water. That was with a D. No, No, it's T. It's T. we don't drink tea. We drink coffee. And speaking of, yes. in your tea, I noticed, Mick, the reason you're so spry this morning, you put a little shot of Woodford. And by the way, yeah. you had a full bottle, a 375-milliliter <laughs> bottle that everyone gave, that, that yes. Woodford Reserve gave to every attendee at the Cigar Day Pleasure Fest. You've got two teaspoons left in your bottle from not even 24 hours ago. And those two teaspoons are strictly for medicinal purposes. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, li- well, like cigars, if you got them, smoke them. And with my drink, with my booze, if you've got it, drink it. Yeah. Well, well, Mick, I'm sure it made your soccer game this morning at 7.30 much more enjoyable. Oh, it did. Yes, indeed. My team, Crystal Palace, and no general, that's not a Crystal Palace club. is a men's club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a gentleman's club. <laughs> Only you could say that, yeah. Yeah, we beat Liverpool, and they're owned by Americans as well. Aren't all the soccer teams in, in the Almost, UK? Almost. Almost, yeah, and even Crystal Palace they're talking about, possibly. All right, yeah. well... The reason that we are, again, as I said, uh, lieutenants, uh, this technically is the day, uh, two days after Thanksgiving, but we had everybody in one place, and to be able to get our great crew of Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Mick the Brit, and Puff Muffin Lori, Exo Tim, Captain Cy, to be able to have everybody in one spot and to be able to smoke cigars and discuss some of the items we'd like to get to and alpha male pleasure maneuver discussion is absolutely perfect. So that's why we wanted to do it, and I will tell you that... If you did not attend, for those of you that did attend, and I know there are about, uh, we sold it out. There's only room for about 140 people at our Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Hard Rock. I have to very quickly thank everyone that attended. I have to thank the great folks from the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Tampa, John Fontana, their president, Vicky Caraca, their director of events, Steffi Bezios, who's their director of food and beverage, Stephanie Humphreys, manager of special events. How about Chef Bill? Chef Bill and Chef Carlos. Chef Bill Gideon, Colonel Ange. Yes. Was he a delight to work with? Absolutely, or what? General. We've never been at a venue where the hotel staff has been as accommodating as they were yesterday. It was absolutely special, and it was my pleasure to work alongside both Chef Bill Gideon and uh, his uh, sous chef, second in command, Chef Carlos. They were wonderful guys. They really were. And Mark Kologi, their director of audiovisual, helped uh, Sergeant Steve along and the rest of our crew. What a great venue. I mean, we got there and the tables were set, the stage. They just did everything and the cabanas looked great. The food was over the top. I have to tell you, last night, I had orgasmic dreams about that pastrami coming off that slicer. It's, it's like I felt like I was at Katz's Deli or the Carnegie Deli in New York. I, I, I've not been able to get that out of my mind the entire night. That was fantastic. And Colonel Ange, you outdid yourself. I have to tell you that I'm looking at the menu. The Woodford Wild Wings, the deep-fried and grilled buffalo wings with Woodford Reserve bourbon barbecue sauce, that had a lot of kick to it. 
Unbelievable. What was in that sauce? Well, General, that was, uh, you know, I've got a, it was a take on a standard bourbon barbecue sauce. But because, of course, the wonderful people at Woodford were involved, I wanted, I wanted to make sure that their uh, bourbon was a part of it. So I used the Woodford Reserve for that barbecue sauce. And I did give it some kick. You know, we gave it a little smoky flavor. We had some ancho chili powder in there. It's, it, that really gives it a nice smoky flavor. And the kick was probably from the sriracha, because I do use sriracha in there. And then I take a little edge off. I put a little agave in, so it doesn't give you a lot of heat. So you got that bourbon taste. You can taste, you can actually taste that smoky bourbon in the sauce. The ancho chili powder, that makes it that makes it barbecue. You can taste barbecue. And then you put the sriracha in and, and cut it with a little bit of agave, and you got that heat, but it's a sweet heat. I, I, and on a chicken wing, I thought that worked pretty well. It was fantastic. And that agave is like honey, but sweeter. And it's natural. And, and I know that Sommelier Dave gave me a bottle of that when we did our tequila tasting maneuvers a number of years ago. I love that agave. In fact, uh, if you have a sore throat, you put a little bit of that into some hot tea. Works beautifully, uh, and a little Woodford Reserve too. That Absolutely, work. you know that, General. I know you talked about that before on the show, and uh, it might be a good reminder for the uh, lieutenants out there listening. You know, wherever you see some place where you're going to throw in some brown sugar or, or honey, you might want to take a shot at the agave because the agave is is nice and sweet, but it's a smooth sweet. And uh, honestly, the best margaritas are made with agave. So leave uh, leave the sugar out. Try the agave. And that hard rock and rye ribs recipe. Colonel Ange, they were succulent. That sauce that you put on there with the Woodford Reserve double oaked gave just a nice crustiness to it. It was beautiful. Thank you, General. And for that one, we tried to do something a little bit different. If you catch the way we wrote it is the hard rock and rye. And in there is something called rock and rye. And if you've heard of that before, that's actually a rye liquor. And what they used to do years ago in the taverns, instead of throwing out the little bit of citrus that was left, they used to get a big jug of uh, rye whiskey, and they would throw all of the, uh, the cut lemons and limes in there. And then at the end of the night, they take rock candy, actual rock candy. They put a drop of rock candy in it. And in the uh, turn of the century in the United States, rock and rye was like something that you take at night and you drink drink hot but it actually ended up being a pretty uh, popular drink in the 60s so what i did for that barbecue sauce is because of that uh, woodford double oak had a nice sweeter flavor it was sweeter than the uh, reserve i made it a and there's 18 percent rye what we did was we made that a little bit sweeter so in that we did have agave again but we had honey on top of that and we have some citrus in there there was orange peel lemon peel a little bit of orange juice so it was a citrusy uh, bourbon barbecue sauce, and I thought that would work well on the ribs. They sure did, and we will post all these recipes because uh, Colonel Ange, I got a lot of requests from people saying, "General, you going to post this?" The answer is we will post it uh, this week, so we will for sure make sh- uh, have those posted because those sauce from the Woodford Wild Wings and the uh, Hard Rock and Rye ribs just off the charts. We'll also have the kielbasa cubana recipe and the tailgate turkey. I call it the Fred Flintstone turkey <coughs> recipe with the big prehistoric turkey drum. A, a brontosaurus uh, a, a leg is what it looked like. Those were pretty big uh, turkey legs, weren't they? They Jenna? sure I, were. Actually, I was a little afraid when they brought them out and showed them to me. I didn't know if we'd have room on the grill. But when you put that anchor bar wing sauce on it, it made everything seem right at home. It was fantastic. And the cigars from Davidoff and Avo were over the top. I have to thank Rich Krudick, the director of marketing for Davidoff, uh, Jeff Stone, the Davidoff ambassador, Scott Colasare, uh, the Avo brand manager. Great guys, and they had a great time. And the cigars, the da- two Davidoff Nicaraguas, two Avo classics, uh, double Coronas, 
What else? We have the Zeno Z-Class Platinum and the Davidoff Primeros in the little tin. They are just beautiful, pleasant, five, ten-minute cigars made with all the same cigar tobaccos that Davidoff's are made with. And I have to thank the uh, folks from Brown Foreman, Woodford Reserve, and Old Forster and uh, Premier Beverage because Sommelier Dave, Dan O'Connor, the entire crew, they were absolutely uh, spectacular. We had, uh, we're fortunate to have as our guest the Woodford brand ambassador, Michael Ring, uh, Jerry Alexander, Greg Stewart, from uh, from Brown Foreman and uh, Darren Batch from Premier Beverage, and how about the Hive Vets, the little Hive Girls that we had that were passing around the the samples? Mick the Brit, I know you were trying very hard, and I uh, kept looking over, saying that SOB has no chance. Don't even try. <laughs> Don't waste the time. No chance, Mick. I tried. Tried only co- uh, counts in horseshoes and grenades. Remember yeah, plus that. he was in between the uh, girls and the grill, so they never made it past Mick to my place. So I didn't even see what they yeah, looked like. That's Thanks, exactly Mick. right. Thanks a lot, Mick. Well, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock, an overwhelming success. We will do it again next year. Lieutenants, I know many of you wanted to get down. We were sold out, couldn't get to it. It is going to be the Saturday before Thanksgiving in 2015. We'll get you the date. And what we're going to do the, for the upcoming year for the Cigar Dave 2015 Alpha Pleasure Fest Tour, we're going to have all our dates lined up in January, and we will have a calendar so you can plan your 2015 travel plans around our big tour. We're very excited about that. Lieutenants, we will continue with our special post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We'll come back. We will uh, be joined once again by our great crew, Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Mick the Brit. We've also got Puff Muffin, Laurie XO, Tim, Captain Captain Sai that are with us as well, as well as Alpha Dog Sultan, my German Shepherd, who is right next to us, and he is 100% cigar friendly. And by the way, Mick, I know you tried to put a little Woodford Reserve into his water bowl. <laughs> Not advised. <laughs> Lieutenants, we will continue right around the corner right here on the Cigar Dave Show. Get three premium cigars each month shipped directly to you. These cigars are selected by the general himself and come in a reusable, customized zippered pouch. Sign up for the Cigar Dave Officers Club at CigarDave.com. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World. A medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness, and a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Condega Lajero, Estelle Finca Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with A.J. Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. The brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. For both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, 
Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Cigar Dave's Five Star Lounge is open for your pleasure. Home of big name entertainment, top shelf booze, and beautiful dames. And we welcome you back to our post-Thanksgiving edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Rejoined once again by our great crew that was in attendance at the Cigar Dave Alpha Male Pleasure Fest, or Alpha Pleasure Fest, at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino Tampa last Saturday. Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Mick the Brit, and now we are joined by Puff Muffin, Lori, and XO Tim outstanding job to both of you. Puff Muff and Lori, this was your first away from Buffalo broadcast invasion. Yes, it was, and it was my pleasure. The pleasure should be all yours to please me. That's how it should be. <laughs> that's what I Your pleasure should be my pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure should be your pleasure. That's, no, that's, that's, that's better. So the first time, and this is their first time in the Cigar City of Tampa. It is, and it was enjoyable, to say the least. And you like the weather, there's no doubt about Love that. Love the weather, considering coming from Buffalo, couldn't have, timing couldn't have been more perfect. That's exactly right. Exo Tim, another outstanding job, great event. Now, you've been with us uh, in Charlotte, you've been with us in Detroit, uh, the Cigar City, and uh, your impressions of our great Pleasure Fest. This topped them all. This was absolutely incredible, and I have to say the highlight for me was the uh, SOCOM care coalition and their entire group in that cabana uh sua his wife shannon uh it was just a pleasure to meet all those people we had a great i have to say that uh, lieutenant dave from lafayette louisiana purchased a cabana for 10 the executive cabana a few days after he purchased it he emailed me saying he had some business uh conflicts that came up but that he wanted to donate it to a wounded warriors type of organization and we got in touch with the 
the CARE Coalition over at McDill Air Force Base, and I have to thank Bobby Newman from J.C. Newman Cigars. He was the one that uh, arranged that since he deals with them with the Pause for Patriots program, and they were exceptional. The troops that we saw there, both active as well as... uh, as now retired. They had a great time. They didn't leave. The, the event ended at 3. We were still wrapping up at 4.30. They were still going. General, um, you're, you're not telling the whole story. When Lieutenant Dave called you and told you that he couldn't show up, what was the first thing you told him? We'll refund his money. Exactly. Exactly. So you were willing to give him back all his money. Absolutely. And, and what were his comments from that point? He said, I want to donate. Now I want it to go to good use, and I want to, I, I want to I get it to uh, some... Some, uh, some of our veterans, so we actually uh, made it happen. I told them, I said, I will absolutely personally handle this myself, and we did it again. I have to thank Bobby Newman and uh, Desiree over at the McDill Air Force Base Care Coalition, and we had such an exemplary group of members of our military, members of the SEALs. Uh, Sua was great. Uh, uh, he was with us, his, his wife, wife Shannon. and we had a lieutenant colonel. She was actually... Today, now we're recording this show, lieutenants, Sunday, November 23rd, even though it's airing two days after Thanksgiving. But it was her birthday today, and she's retiring today, officially. So, And she's staying in the Cigar City of Tampa area, as many people that, that retire from the service. When their final stop is McDill Air Force Base, not many of them leave the area, <laughs> which is a tribute, I think, to the great area. And, and here in Tampa, we realize how important uh, CENTCOM is and McDill Air Force Base, our military uh, community. And, and as Sergeant Steve will tell you, everywhere you go, not far from, from uh, Command Center Alpha and Humidor 1A, we're very close to McDill Air Force Base. We're maybe two nautical miles, if that. And we'll go to lunch. You'll see members of our armed forces in their battle fatigues everywhere. So they're a very important part of our community. And it was I was thrilled that they had a great time. And I made sure I went by multiple times and said, everything good. You have enough to eat. You have enough to they were They couldn't. And the hotel did a great job. The Hard Rock, again, was fantastic. And General, you know what? It's great to see that they enjoyed themselves because they do so much for us that they deserve it, period. General, I don't think there was any time where I didn't see 40 to 50 staff from that hotel working this event. It was absolutely They incredible. were outstanding. And it, what I say is, here we had 140 both alpha males. We had women as well. Uh, many people brought their harems of one, their harems of two. But here was an afternoon where we smoked great cigars. We had great delicacies, incredible libations, entertaining entertainment great camaraderie people had a great time it was fun everybody was happy everybody was smiling and that's what drives the enemies of pleasure absolutely crazy the cigar dave officers club selection this month is foundry from foundry tobacco company master blender mike giannini has created this blend from tobaccos that have never before been used in a cigar it will come in three sizes churchill toro and robusto tobaccos aged up to 25 years once the tobaccos are used up the cigar will no longer be made not a member of the officers club sign up today at cigardave.com hi i know everybody's familiar with the 95 rated decade one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon. 
It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade Cigar, it just takes it to another level. You get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy the cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's going to be at your local retail store. Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed because this cigar, man, does it smoke great. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. At last week's Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock in the Cigar City, we had a magnificent selection of cigars provided by Davidoff and Avo, including the magnificent Avo Classic that I have in my hand right now. Avo is a cigar that I've been enjoying for the 19 and a half years since I've actually been doing the show. And I remember on the first few weeks back in July of 1995, one of the first cigars I actually lit up during the litation ceremony was indeed an Avo. And the Avo is a just magnificent cigar. It is incredibly smooth. And I have the Presidente number three in my hand. Seven and a half inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. A beautiful, medium-bodied, very creamy cigar. Uses a magnificent a Connecticut wrapper. It's Connecticut shade wrapper, but it's a little bit on the darker side. Dominican uh, filler binder made by Hanky Kellner down at Tabacos Dominicanos in the Dominican Republic. A beautiful stick. And again, a big stick. This is seven inches in length, seven and a half with a 50 ring. Suggested retail on this cigar is just about uh, the $8.50 to $9 range, but every puff is well worth it. Avo Uvesian, we've had Avo on many times, known in the world of cigars and the world of music. The man that composed Strangers in the Night for the great Francis Albert Sinatra. And that's what I will enjoy today, as many of our lieutenants enjoyed at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest last week. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. I now have in my hand a special cigar scissors. This is such an elegant cigar, this Presidente size, seven and a half inches in length, beautiful Avo Classic number three, so I need something that's going to be elegant. So I could use a double-edged guillotine, I could use a piercer or a bullet punch, but no. 
I'm going to use a very elegant cigar scissors. Wonderful way to cut your cigar, especially at formal events and, and nice dinners. After a dinner cigar, this is a great way to cut your cigar. That's what I would use, my special cigar scissors. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. I have in my hand a special Lotus lighter, a prototype that was given to me by the folks at Lotus from the cigar retailers at the Cigar Retailers Convention this past July. has two jet flames that angle at about a 30-degree angle. They rise up about an inch from the base of the uh, where the flame comes out, the jet, and it's in a special, I call it Syracuse orange color. Special orange color. They know orange, one of my favorite colors. Just a beautiful-looking lighter. Electronic ignition, that's what I would use today on my Avo Classic number three. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. And here comes the cut. Again, with the cigar scissors, I, cigar scissors, I can be very precise. Look at that. One cut comes off perfectly. I will now toast the foot of this cigar. This is absolutely magnificent. The jet flames flying up about uh, each two inches. Listen to that. Listen to those flames. Magnificent. All right, now I'm going to puff and rotate. Great draw. Oh, so nice. Love this apple. Gently blow on the foot of the cigar, even amber glow. My Avo Classic Number no. 3 is fully lit. A magnificent cigar. Every puff just uh, spectacular. And I have to tell you that I'm used to smoking. Many of you now are also a smaller size in terms of length cigar. A Toro, a Robusto, maybe a Torpedo or a Perfecto. And the Presidente size, the 7.5-inch, 8-inch uh, cigar, has really gone out of popularity gone out of favor over the last 10 12 years but holding this in my hand i have to tell you this is a nice uh, cigar very pleasant going to give me a lot of cigar pleasure over the next hour and a half without any question this is the kind of cigar you don't want to rush because if you rush it you will not get maximum enjoyment now i need something to wash down the wonderful flavors of this avo classic number three so now i have in my hand a cup of freshly brewed coffee. We had some coffee. I brought my own little bean grinder, special little, I don't like to call it a French press. I like to call it a formal press because I don't like to give the French credit for anything. It's a formal press, but there's going to be a little twist in here because, yes, I have my coffee. However, I'm going to add, Mick, would you like to tell everyone what I'm going to add, what you've been adding for the last 24 hours into every one of your beverages. Woodford Reserve Double Oak. As we say in the UK, you're going to Irish up your coffee. That's exactly right. And I will just correct you, though. This is the Woodford Reserve Distiller, Distiller Select. Oh, of course. That's okay. But you can't go wrong with either one, so I'm going to put that in. By the way, is it true, Mick, that you brush your teeth with Woodford Reserve? Yes, uh, any, anything alcoholic, that's fine. <laughs> Very good. So I will say cheers. Let me take a sip. Colonel Ange, it's like your barbecue sauce. You have the basics of the sauce, but then you have the little nuance of the Woodford, and I'm getting a little nuance. Very, very pleasant. 
Yeah, the barbecue sauce yesterday, General, was basically a liquor delivery device, but I'm glad it's tasting good for you as well. It was absolutely fantastic. Can't go wrong. All right, let me uh, do this. So while we've got everybody here, I want to uh, bring up something that I thought was fantastic. We talked about the military uh, having members of MacDill Air Force Base, Central Command as our guests, some wounded warriors as our guests last week at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino and Hotel. It's a great story. Actually comes to us from Glenville, New York. 98-year-old World War II veteran Justice Belfield. Very ill, but every year for Veterans Day, he would don his World War II uniform. Even though he was very weak and uh, his last days were approaching, it was a tradition that he did not want to break. So he, for one more time on Veterans Day this year, even though he was too weak to leave his bed, he got dressed in his military uniform. He has worn his uniform every Veterans Day since he and his wife moved into Baptist Health Nursing and Rehab Center in Glenville, uh, New York, outside of Albany a number of years ago. And on Tuesday, the former Master Sergeant wasn't able, on Tuesday of Veterans Day, wasn't able to get out of bed to participate in the facility's Veterans Day festivities. So we had the staff dress him in his uniform. A, a wonderful picture. He spent, uh, he's from Utica originally, spent 16 years in the Army, including a stint in Europe where he fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Bravo. Absolutely bravo is right. He also served during the Korean War, and he said he never regretted serving in the military. He said, I loved it because it was my country. It's still my country. Love serving my country. He passed away the day after uh-huh. at 98 years old. He and his wife Lillian had six kids, 18 grandchildren, 28 great-grandchildren, and he was buried with military honors at uh, the Saratoga National Cemetery in uh, New York State. And Gen- what, what a great uh, great story. Well, you know, General, it, one of the things that, that goes along with that, that is, that's a beautiful story. As you know, I served in the United States uh, Navy, and this was during the uh, Vietnam War. And one of the disadvantages of being in the service at that time was there wasn't great pride in our country for our servicemen and women that were going over to Vietnam and serving. And it was a tough time for those of us that, that wore a uniform because we did want to serve our country. We wanted to serve our country badly. There were other options available, but our options were to get in and to join. And coming home and getting the response that we did, uh, was, it was either you were ignored or uh, sometimes you were even made fun of. It's great today, and you're a great part of this, General. What you do here on the show, I think, is tremendous because the feeling now in this country where we salute and we thank them for their service and we applaud them at airports, I think that's one of the most important things that we can do as Americans. And even though it's come late for me, it's come very late for me, it's nice to hear as I sat and talked to the gentlemen and women yesterday in the uh, cabana who served when they found out that I had spent seven years in the United States Navy and the reserves, that they thanked me for my service. And I didn't get a lot of that when I was a kid, so I'm glad to see that's going around. I totally agree, uh, Colonel Ange, and uh, we all salute you right now for your service. And, Thank you me. know, we do our veteran show. You are one of the people that we absolutely uh, talk about because, and I felt this, whether it is the Veterans Day show, whether it is D-Day, we do not teach enough military history in our schools and it is an absolute crime it's not a shame it's a crime it is a crime that our nation's youth do not understand what world war one was about what world war two vietnam korea afghanistan whatever the war civil war every we should have i believe two years of american history 
We're lucky if they give six weeks of American history. We're lucky if a school talks an hour about World War II or any of our conflicts, and that is an absolute crime. And again, we talk about these common core standards. It's common garbage is what it is. If you want common sense, we should talk. All of our nation's youth should understand where this country came from, the significance of all the conflicts we were in. Uh, and, and you know this, Colonel Ange. We saw it two weeks ago. I, I, I had a story where an author, I can't remember the guy's name, but whatever it was, schmuck the author, you could call him. He had an article in Salon.com talking about how we shouldn't treat our military as heroes and salute them, that the people that are really heroes are the ones that fight for First Amendment rights and the ones that are fighting for civil rights. That's all well and good, but there's a different, it's a completely different animal when you're talking about putting your life on the line. General, and you have to remember, too, this is one of the things that people have a tendency to forget because we see war films and we see middle-aged men portraying younger men as they uh, march off into battle. But yours truly and the rest of the people in my country, or my company, rather, uh, the average age in that company was 19 years old. Now, I don't know where you people were when you were all 19 years old, but uh, I was in boot camp and I was handed a, a gun and I was taught how to shoot and I knew that there was a chance that I may have to uh, go into battle. And that may be something that's easy to resolve when you're middle-aged, but uh, it's a little tougher to do when you're 19. So I salute the, uh, the military because even our friend that passed away at the, at the age of, what, 98, General? That's right. Uh, uh, he, when he was out there doing his first stint of duty, he was a mere teenager. That's exactly and, right. And that's what we are when we're out there. So yes, yes, indeed. I want to pick up on that because two things I want to talk about, that there, our, our, our nation's youth is old enough to go out and put their lives on the line, serve for their country, but they're not old enough to be able to enjoy a libation. And now there are some, including some senators in the, uh, in the Senate, Dick Durbin, one of them, who basically feel that they shouldn't have the right to enjoy a cigar. So when we come back, I want to pick up on that. It is our special post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We're joined by Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Exo Tim, Puff Muffin Lori, Mick the Brit, Captain Cy, and Lieutenants as we celebrate uh, the Thanksgiving weekend, it is imperative. Just talking about our military, we should also give great thanks for the men and women that are in our uniform that allow us to be able to enjoy a cigar and a libation that fight for our freedoms that unfortunately some, including the current occupant of the Oval Office, would like to take away. And I've got some items that we'll talk about related to that as we continue front and center on the Cigar Dave Show. Follow the General all week long on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave and click like. Like. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. 
Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the Banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the Banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Great cigars to great scotch. This is America's five-star pleasure paradise. The Cigar Dave Show. We were talking about our military. We had a great group of veterans and members of the armed forces that were our guests. Thanks to Lieutenant Dave of Lafayette, Louisiana at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest last week. Rejoined by Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Mick the Brit, Exo Tim, Puff Muffin Laurie, Captain Cy, and... Colonel Lange, you brought up a very good point talking about you were 19 years old, uh, serving our country very young. And what I find amazing is that at 18, it is you're of legal age. You're of legal age to join the armed forces, to put your life on the line, to protect our freedoms, to protect the Constitution, yet you're not old enough to enjoy a libation. And we have a movement now by some members of the Senate, including Senator Dick Durbin, taxocrat schmuck of Illinois that are now pressuring the Pentagon to prohibit the sale of tobacco products, including cigars, on military bases and PXs. So you're old enough to put your your life on the line, but according to Dick Durbin, you're not old enough to make a decision to be able to enjoy a cigar, and by law in this country, you're not old enough to have a drink. There is something very, very wrong and, and, and that just doesn't equate to that. And, and, General, I live part of that because there were those that were in my unit that were, uh, that were uh, below 18 years old. And back then, the, the uh, drinking age was 19. But because of that, because of the, the, the young guys that were in the unit, there uh, uh, very few of the establishments off the base and even on the base, they refused to serve alcohol to anybody in a uniform because they weren't sure of their age. And I always thought that too, General, that I had the right to vote and I had the right to carry a gas-powered uh, firing automatic weapon, but uh, I couldn't walk out of that place and uh, buy myself a draft beer. I just uh, I, I, I couldn't reconcile that. Not that you were trying to do anything else and get liquored up. It's just uh, what rights did I have? I had a right to stand up for you and to put my life on the line, but Lord knows if I tried to buy myself a draft beer, I could be put, put in the brig. That's exactly right. And, and here's again what I find amazing is 
how many of these taxocrats, if I'm not mistaken, what was the voting age? 21 at one time? Yes. 21. So they, they, and I agree, it should be 18. You're of legal age. You can serve your country. The Democrats jump up and down saying, you're old enough to vote. You're old enough to serve in the military. But, oh, by the way, you're not enough. You're not old enough to have a cigar and to have a cocktail. And there's something very wrong with that. And I will say this. Make the Brit being the exception, of course. But in Europe, they don't have problems with alcoholism that we have here in the United States. And I say that with all love, Mick. Well, I know, but and I don't have a problem with it. My only drink problem is, well, I'm going to find the next drink. <laughs> <laughs> Think about this. In Europe, and in, in especially in France and Italy, children from a very young age are exposed to alcohol. Wine on the table. In fact, in France, there is no legal drinking age at home. If somebody wants, if a parent wants to give their children a drink at any age, whether it's wine or distilled spirits, they can do so at home. I believe it's outside the home. I believe it's, I want to say, 16 for wine and I think 17 for distilled spirits. I'm, I think. I could be off a couple of years. But in any event, you don't, when you're exposed at a young age to wine or to distilled spirits, it's not a big deal. But yet we have all these enemies of pleasure that want to make a big deal out of it. If they had their way, they'd have prohibition, number one, but they'd say you can't drink until you're 70 years old. I guarantee you that. And, Mick, you're from the European Theater of Operations. You're exposed to it at a young age. There doesn't seem to be a huge alcoholism problem in Europe. There should be some clear rationale to allow people to... Be exposed to libations. Well, I agree, but I think it's just a general thing of growing up. I mean, I remember my dad saying to me that his dad used to smoke cigarettes, and he'd he'd look at him after lighting up a cigarette, and he'd say, don't you do this, son. And my dad's like, well, why is it all right for you to do that, but not me? And, of course, he wanted to try it. Anytime somebody says, don't do that, even though they're doing it, you want to try it. So this whole thing. But if you're exposed at an early age, in moderation, it takes that mystique away you've been exposed to it you know what it's about and so it's just a natural part of growing up and part of that i too mick i believe in the uh, cultures of in europe i mean you have to understand that alcohol isn't something that you go and you'll, you'll run to a tavern just to to drink the the idea behind that is, is as a child i had wine with water at age seven they'd mix it water Wine in the uh, in the Italian household that's always served with food. It's part of a meal. It's not something that they bring out a bottle of wine just so people drink. It's served with food. And even distilled spirits are a aperitif, something you help us to di- digest your food or something to uh, help you feel better. You know, and, I, you, and you, you you're Lynch, exposed to exactly. Yeah, we experience the same thing in our home, and I don't think our forefathers ever meant to see the day where our government is legislating how families can teach culture in their home. They were not teetotalers, the Founding Fathers. George Washington, our nation was funded on distilled spirits. And George Washington was a distiller. All, if you look at Thomas Jefferson, they were not teetotalers. The teetotaler movement started coming again, you know, in the early 1900s with the women's temperance movement. Again, naggy dames that wanted to put a noose <laughs> On not only men, but on Americans and on their rights to enjoy products. And and what's interesting there is we're seeing that today with the enemies of pleasure rearing their heads again. Where the temperance movement made enough noise and nobody fought against them. And Congress rolled over to them even though they're really 
was no the prohibition should never have been enacted again it was a small group of people that made a loud enough noise and i think what we've learned in the world of cigars in the world of food in the world of spirits is that when these enemies of pleasure come after you you have to go back at them with guns ablazing you can't sit back and be passive and say well we'll just lay low and that's what the cigar industry used to do they'd say well we're not cigarettes we'll lay low we don't want to generate attention well guess what that didn't work and now lieutenants we have to go after these political officials that want to go into our bedrooms go into our dining rooms go into our kitchens go into our humidors and tell them it is enough we're tired of it this our founding forefathers would be would be wouldn't believe what they would be witnessing today by seeing all these do-gooders and these nanny state uh, uh, nanny state activists going after us. So, lieutenants, I'm going to continue enjoying my Avo Classic. I'm going to have my coffee with Woodford Reserve with a little infusion. We're going to o- enjoy our Woodford Reserve Wild Wings. We're going to enjoy Colonel Ange's incredible hard rock and rye ribs and some kielbasa cubanos. And I say to them, screw you. Screw the enemies of pleasure. We are alpha males. We can make our own decisions. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Lieutenants, welcome back to Hour 2 of the Cigar Dave post-Thanksgiving show 2014. General, I've got a question for you. And why don't you identify who you are first, Captain Paul? Well, I think you just did the job, General. Ah, first rule (laughs) as a host, you must identify who you are. Lieutenants... This is Captain Paul welcoming you back to the 2014 Cigar Dave post-Thanksgiving show. How's that, General? Outstanding. Excellent. Excellent. General, Colonel Ange, I've got a question. Yesterday, during the show... Now, we should say that this show is airing the two days after Thanksgiving, but we actually are recording today the show that you're hearing today, Lieutenants. We recorded it on Sunday, November 23rd, the day after the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest, so that we could have everyone together, and we are all together. We'll tweet out some pictures of exactly where we are, and we'll have Captain Cy take some nice wide shots here so we can show everybody the setting. We're very relaxed here, sitting in some outdoor patio furniture, very relaxed, cigars, libations, having a good time. But you had a question. Captain Paul. Yes, General. Now, during the show, we had the full menu from Colonel Ange, and there was one thing on the menu. Uh, it was the Calbasa Cubana. Now, when you tasted that, 
you could not believe how good that was. But there was some... Rec- no, I could believe it. Oh, okay. Well, it came from Colonel Ange. Of course you could believe it. Thank you, General. What was the recovery after you ate that sandwich? When you say recovery... You seem to be a little... Oh, you're talking... Well, what happened was, as I was chewing it, I started to talk, and I got, I think, a little... A little element of the Cubano bread, the Tampa Cuban bread, lodged in the airway. Not totally lodged, but it kind of got caught a little bit. And I had a little coughing episode. I got rid of it, but it took me about 10 minutes to recover to be able to talk. You know when you get something down the airway where it goes down the wrong way? That's kind of what happened. And I was just in such orgasmic heaven (laughs) tasting that kielbasa Cubano that I, 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 I... I think, I don't know if I started to hyperventilate or something while I was talking, but whatever it was, it, uh, it could, have been, could have been a far more serious issue than it was. Well, then it had the desired effect. Exactly. <laughs> there, there, you go. there you go. So from now on, I'm going to chew, swallow, then talk. There you go. Okay. General, I was on standby to be the presenter at that point. And that's why we're glad he got his throat cleared quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, General. Woo, yes, that was well close. Good recovery. They didn't come to see Cigar Mick. They came to no, see Cigar No, I know Day. that. I know. No, it's your show. I'm right? just kidding, Mick. We're just giving you a hard time. Now, we were talking in the uh, last segment about being able, you're 18, you should be able, if you're in the military, uh, uh, military service, you should be able to enjoy an adult libation in addition to your cigar and there are those of the enemies of pleasure that would like to take it away and our good friend captain Sai from the charlotte and the piedmont theater of operations joins us now captain Sai, when you were an air, a young airline pilot you had a captain that uh, taught you some of the ways of the world and you had a very interesting remark well general yes i did and uh, god rest his soul um captain tom from memphis tennessee passed away not uh, too long ago, about a year ago, at, uh, at, at lived a very, very long life. Uh, this gentleman flew P-51s during World War II. Uh, he served his country well. And I learned from Captain Tom the great, great art of smoking a fine cigar and enjoying a libation. And, and I drank some of my first martinis with him. And he would always say to me, he'd say, now, Captain Sai, well, then I was first officer Sai, drink one and drink only for the taste. This is what gentlemen do. And I have to say this about Captain Tom. He had a certain air about him that he taught us that you are a flight officer and you conduct yourself in such a way and manners that you enjoy your, not only enjoy yourself, but you can induce great pleasure with responsibility and i i think captain pa- or captain side that's exactly what it is you know my parents never liked the liquor cap there's booze still th- from the, my bar mitzvah still aging in there that's the truth and you know when the first time i had an adult libation the taste of an adult libation seven days old at my bris a ah. little bit of wine on the on the gums but you knocks you out and you don't know what hit you, which is a good thing when you're having your bris. <laughs> well, General, and I would say this, too. Um, as a child, my parents would mix a little water with wine, and as we would have lamb chops or we would have a moussaka, they would introduce me to different wines, and it was never 
quite a big deal. It didn't mean that much. It, it was uh, something that uh, you just did. And consequently, when I became an adult, it didn't seem to be something that I had to do at an excess. Mick, you, of course, were hooked up to an IV of vodka <laughs> right out of the incubator. Correct. I mean, a bit of alcohol on the lips, you're absolutely right. A great pacifier. And I'd also say, bris or breast, it's always good. There you go. One of the things that I find very interesting, when we see these enemies of pleasure that always seem to rear their ugly head, they always love to tell us how we should live our lives. They always tell us how to be healthy. Yet when you look at them, they're not exactly the poster children for healthy living. And we talked about the current Belgian... A Belgium uh, a health minister who's talking about the Belgian Belgium obesity problem, and if you look at her, and we will tweet a, a picture of her. I'm sure she's a nice lady, but when she wags her finger at us, and you look at her, there's a problem. We see Kelly Brownell, who used to be with the with the Rudd Center up in uh, I think in Yale University. Now he's down at Duke University. I ran into him a number of years ago in Orlando at a cigar retailers convention. I'm walking back through the hotel lobby, and I see him. And he's the guy advocating that we should have a Twinkie tax and a soda tax and a, and a cupcake tax. But when you look at him, he is not shopping in the regular men's department <laughs> at, your, at your department stores. He's going to the places that are size 60 to 600. Right. And so when I see these people, the hypocrisy is just overwhelming. And here's an interesting thing that I just saw that, that, that just came to, to my attention. And Mick, this comes from... The Legatum Institute in London shows that the United States now ranks below 20 other countries in personal freedoms. Wow. Now, I'm not surprised by this. And under the government we've seen under Obama and the oppressive uh, regime of Pelosi and Reid, this doesn't surprise me. Because think about over the last six years, our kids in the schools... They're being told what they can and can't eat. These, the lunches in the school systems are atrocious because of what Michelle Obama championed. We're seeing higher taxes. Look at the FDA trying to regulate our cigars. Everywhere we turn now, there is more and more government intervention. And this study shows that the citizens of France now feel that they enjoy more personal freedom than in the United States. And the research shows that citizens of countries including France, Uruguay, and Costa Rica all have more personal freedoms than the U.S. And the representatives of the Legatum Institute were in the United States this week to promote their sixth edition of the Prosperity Index. And it uh, looks at measuring a number of different uh, aspects of prosperity, including personal freedoms. And here is the personal freedom ranks in 2014. And we have dropped from number nine in 2009 to number 21. What country do you think has the most personal freedom, according to these rankings. Iran? Uh, no. But I'll give you another guess. <laughs> North Korea. Nope. Keep going. Wow, this is going to be Mick, tough. Mick, you should know this. At one time, traces its roots back Aus to the UK. Australia, General. Australia's three. New Zealand is one. Norway is number two. Ah. Iceland is number four. Our neighbors to the north, Canada, A, is number five. Now, think about That's Canada. Hard to believe, General. Think about Canada. When you think about the excessive taxation on all sorts of products in Canada, including cigars and libations, 
I don't understand how that that could be, but six was Sweden, although seven they the do have Although they do have legalized escorts in Canada. I like to refer to them as legalized stress relief <laughs> individuals. Yes. Agreed. And there you go. Happy ending, happy ending, happy ending hostesses. How's uh, that? Very good. There, how do you know about that, by the way, Captain <laughs> yeah. How do you know so much about that? Yeah. I have friends at Frequent Canada General. Ah, uh, there you go. So the United States now 21, Spain 22, Hong Kong 23, Slovenia 24, and Trinidad and Tobago 25. I would have never predicted that. According to the study, the nation's overall personal freedom score has declined by 17% since 2009 and a 22% drop in combined civil liberty and free choice contributing to that decline. Thinking about that, I'm not that surprised. This country was founded on personal freedom, but what has happened to us over the last number of years? We've got these enemies of pleasure, the food police, the cigar police, the, uh, the, the, the enemies of libation, the enemies of you name it. With thought they, and speech as well, The General. speech police, they're going after everything that made this country great. They want to systematically decimate this country. This country was founded on personal freedom. This country was founded by a distiller, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. And what has happened now, this country was also, I think, founded on private capital, on free markets, on entrepreneurship. And what's happened? Anybody that's an entrepreneur that has worked hard, invested their life savings, that has become successful and wealthy, they're now deemed to be evil. And what's interesting is the standard of wealth, their definition of wealth keeps going down of what somebody's wealthy. Their, their threshold goes down every year. So it used to be billions, then it's millions, now it's hundreds of thousands. And I really believe that the last election people have said enough. They've said enough to the enemies of pleasure, enough to the bureaucrats. And Captain Paul, you are in business. You experience this every day. You see what's going on. And it is a. It doesn't get easier, no matter what state or what city you're in. General, if you're in business, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, as a business owner, if I'm employing people and I'm going to hire new people, if I happen to find out something about somebody on social media, I find out that they are convicted of a crime. I find out that they're a pedophile. If this information is found out and they weren't hired, I could have a lawsuit against me. Because of this information, is because now I'm being discriminatory toward them on information that I found out via social media or something. It is absolutely absurd. And when we come back, lieutenants, on our special post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show, we will tell you about the enemies of food and the enemies of thought that are invading the cafeterias across the country. And I've got an interesting story on Al Sharpton, talking about people wagging their finger, saying that the wealthy are evil, people that work hard are evil. Well, Al Sharpton loves to wag his finger at everyone, and what did I just talk about? Hypocrisy? I've got a perfect example of incredible hypocrisy when we return. Lieutenants, this is the General along with Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Mick the Brit, Captain Cy, Puff Muffin Lori, Exo Tim, special post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. You can now listen to the show 24-7, both online and through the General's new mobile app. Go to CigarDave.com for details.
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. The Cigar Dave Show, your passport to unabashed pleasure. Uh, enjoying a fine Avo Classic number three, beautiful Presidente size cigar. Man, big seven and a half inches in length. Just a beautiful dark Connecticut wrapper. Enjoying it. And we have tweeted out some pictures of our broadcast location here in a classified location in the cigar city of Tampa. And even though it is two days post Thanksgiving, and I'm sure you are just coming out of your 
Turkey Day comas, food comas. We actually recorded the show the day after the Cigar Day Valfa Pleasure Fest. So we are recording this Sunday, November 23rd. And the reason is because we've got Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Mick the Brit, our entire crew front and center. The opportunity to get into some discussions that we normally can't do during one of our live broadcast invasions when there's so much going on. A little bit more relaxed and we're in some nice patio furniture just kicking back. I have to tell you, I enjoy, uh, this is a great way to do a show every week. Uh, Colonel Ange, this, we all look comfortable, we're relaxed. This is the way it should be. Yeah, General, every other week, what do you think? Let's start, this, let's start the system out. This is a really great Well, I way think to every other week, certainly in the winter months for you gentlemen, should come down here <laughs> I don't think that's a problem. Those were the other weeks I was talking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Ah, gotcha. That that works. 26 weeks down here. Yeah. Then 26, we can move it up to the Northern uh, Command in the Western New York Theater of Operations. Done. Captain Paul, I grew up in Buffalo. You are all from Buffalo. And right across a stone's throw, actually, from the city of Buffalo is Canada, Fort Erie, Niagara Falls. And the legal drinking age is 19 in Canada. Oh, yes, it is, General. And I know oh so well because both of my children, now 29, in 25, uh, they would come home from college uh, with their, you know, friends, and uh, they would go up to Canada because they could drink. And uh, they would get a hotel room responsibly, go out to some different gin mills and um, do their dancing and having fun and uh, spend the night up in Canada and make their way back the following day. It was a common occurrence. I remember uh, in high school, on many occasions, we would cross the Lewiston-Queenston Bridge and head over to the Pussy Willow Inn for some libations, <laughs> as well as the Canadian Ballet. And, lieutenants, if you're saying, what the hell is the Pussy Willow Inn? Not much imagination is needed, especially with the name Pussy Willow Inn. General, that. was that the Canadian Ballet or the Shoe Show? That was the Canadian Ballet. Now, you all know what the Shoe Show is. I do not. Oh, yeah, the Shoe Show is where the girls only wear shoes. Uh, well, that was that was both. There was it was yes, full just shoes only. Yes, I will never forget coming across the bridge with three of my friends. In those days, you didn't need a passport. We're going back. Customs uh, agent uh, comes out. It's probably about three in the morning, and he said, "Citizens of what country?" We all say United States. How long have you been in Canada? We're like eh, about three hours. Purpose of your visit? Little entertainment. He goes, "Where did you go?" We said, "The Pussy Willow Inn." He said. Was Mercedes working tonight? <laughs> I said, as a matter of fact, she was. She's like, very agile, isn't she? <laughs> True story. So, and, and what, what are the incidents? Are there incidents of, uh, what's the DUI incidence of, of uh, 19 to 21-year-olds in Canada? Anybody know what that is? No, you don't you read no, anything? Really don't. Do you see but, anything? But you don't, in, right, you don't see it. I mean, of course, you know we get the uh, the news broadcast from our, from the U.S. to Canada and Canada back. Right. And it's loaded on our side with the, the DUIs, and uh, now we're in Canada where they can drink under the age of 21. But we don't see that on our screen. My, my guess would be it doesn't happen that often because it's allowed. Right, exactly. And, again, you know, they want to treat everyone, even adults, 30, 40, 50, 60 year old adults like we are, uh, we're all little kids, incapable of making our own decisions. And that's what gets me about the enemies of pleasure. The fact that we are adults, we can make our own decisions, we know exactly what we want to do, how we want to live our life. We know that we enjoy cigars in moderation. We enjoy steaks in moderation. With the exception of Mick the Brit, we all enjoy libations in moderation. <laughs> but the fact is is that we can make certainly our own decisions. And that's really, I think, what everybody, that what resonates across so many of us across the country is that here we are, we are working hard, we want to enjoy ourselves, and yet we have these people that have anointed themselves as the know-all and be-all when it comes to deciding on 
on what is good and what is not good for us. And now it's encroaching into the thought police. And when we come back, lieutenants, we will talk about how Chick-fil-A is now considered offensive in one city in the People's Republic of California. And, lieutenants, we will get to the Reverend Al Sharpton. He's not a reverend. He was ordained at four years old. He's a reverend. I'm the Pope. And I can tell you, lieutenants, that cannot happen. So there is no way that he is a reverend. And I'm not going to give him the same respect that all these other people that kowtow to him do. We will continue, lieutenants, on this special Cigar Dave Show edition. The November selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is Foundry from Foundry Tobacco Company. With tobaccos aged up to 25 years, master blender Mike Giannini has created the blends with tobaccos never before used in the cigar industry. You'll get Foundry in three sizes, a Churchill, a Toro, and a Robusto. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate. Available exclusively to local tobacconist, 1875 Romeo y Julieta. The next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. The foremost authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, and the good life. The General Cigar Dave. Ah, little Gypsy Kings, always relaxing as we enjoy a cigar and some great libations. Have a little freshly ground coffee with a splash of Woodford. Gives it a nice little kick on this post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Pleased to be joined by the rest of our crew. Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Mick the Brit, Captain Cy, Puff Muffin Lori, XO Tim, Voice Talented, has made his way back to the Voice Talented sound booth uh, <laughs> for further voice maneuvers later this week. But uh, I do want to uh, bring up, I talked about uh, before we came back, that the Thought Police, we've got the enemies of pleasure, now the Thought Police are everywhere. And you're going to love this. This is, uh, comes to us from Ventura High School in the People's Republic of California. The principal banned the football booster club from selling Chick-fil-A sandwiches over fears that people might be offended. So I'm trying to figure out, are they more offended over a plump, juicy chicken breast or the, uh, the, the, the toasted buns? What, what, what's more offensive? I'm trying to think. Or maybe it's the pickle. Could it be the ketchup that's offensive? The mustard? The secret sauce? This, I don't know if they have a secret sauce. Could it be the waffle fries or the banana pudding milkshakes that, that, that Chick-fil-A is known for that offends people? 
I, I'm trying could, to figure could be this. the packaging, you know, generally. You say chick. What does that mean? You well, know, there you go. You know what? Because I think that when you think about it, it is discriminatory. They do go after cows. Oh. Well, yeah, when you think about true. it, they say eat more chicken. They try to save the cows, eat more chicken. But actually, it seems that Principal Val Wyatt's ban has more to do with politics than it does poultry. And this is what he said. With their political stance on gay rights and because the students of Ventura High School and their parents would be at the event, I didn't want them on campus. And this is for a, uh, some football fundraising event. And by the way, Chick-fil-A, he says that he also doesn't want companies to be able to, to profit from being at some of these events. Chick-fil-A was donating 200 meals for a back-to-school event number of months ago where they were expected to raise $1,600 for the football team. So Chick-fil-A, the local owner, who's very active in the community, was going to donate the food. So there would be no profit for Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has been very, very active in the school district, supporting the school district. The owner of the local Chick-fil-A, Robert Schaefer, uh, has been very active in the community, donating things, and, and was almost baffled by this. But this is exactly what we see happening now. Somebody doesn't like that a company says, well, we believe in this or we believe in that. Then all of a sudden, nope, you're not, you're not allowed on here. Now, just as many people could be offended by saying, well, we believe in gay marriage as not gay marriage. But that doesn't seem to have a place because, again, we have these thought police that there's only one way of thinking. And this is not a discussion about gay marriage or not. That is irrelevant. The fact of the matter is if a private company is donating food, a private company is not, while their owners believe uh, or not, don't believe in, in the rights for gays to get married, they don't discriminate their hiring based on people that are gay or straight or anything else. If that was the case, they would have been shut down and subject to an EEO fine and, uh, and, and lawsuit. That hasn't happened. And this is another example of people, the thought police, combined with the food police, where they don't like a particular way of thinking or a political or, or some philosophy, so therefore we're going to ban them because people could offend it. And you know what? I could be offended today because I just saw a cloud in the sky and clouds offend me because I want blue sky days. You could take this to the nth degree. Captain Paul, you're in private business. We're all in private business. It gets to the point where enough is enough. Well, General, currently we have bins in over 40 schools in western New York where we're collecting coats for kids. Now, you mean to tell me that these schools can tell us, we don't believe in your program, or we don't believe in something in your company, so we don't want you to collect all these coats. Already we've distributed over 4,000 coats to families in need. And we could be told that because our company name is on it and there's something about our company they don't believe in, they don't believe in, but we're doing it legally, that we should not run this program in the schools. Right, and they could come back and say, let's say, for example, you support some, some charity. And they say, well, we don't believe in that charity or what they believe in. You could even give you a perfect example. You could support the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo by, by contributing or being a sponsor of some dinner or fundraising event. And somebody along the line could say, well, we don't like their stance on something. And you know what, Captain Paul? We don't want you collecting coats here in this school because we find that offensive, your belief in another aspect of your operation. It's ludicrous. It's it is absolutely ludicrous. ludicrous. It is ludicrous. And what I say is if people don't like it, then don't, don't purchase chicken products and sandwiches at Chick-fil-A. There are certain places I don't go. There was a restaurant uh, here in the Cigar City that... 
was never cigar friendly even when you could smoke and even never wanted cigar smokers even on their outdoor patio. I simply boycotted it. I didn't go. Well, and all our friends never went there. General, I notice you don't uh, drink Starbucks anymore. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big Starbucks fan. Tim Horton's far better, by the way. Absolutely. But, but I'll give you other examples. Sure, there's no question. I don't shop at CVS anymore because they no longer sell cigars, and they come after those of us that enjoy a cigar. And now they're trying to get Walgreens, and they're trying to get to get uh, uh, Rite Aid and other drugstores to follow suit by shaming them, saying, well, we believe in good health, and you should all do that too. Well, that's up to Walgreens and Rite Aid to decide and Walgreens or any other supermarket. And your personal preference to not shop there again. And I would shop at CVS. I have not shopped at CVS for probably now three, four months. I don't want to support them. If they don't want to to sell cigars, that's their right. Do I disagree with them? Sure. But my question to them is when are they going to start taking potato chips and sugar-laden sodas and energy drinks and gum and candy off their shelves since they're so concerned about our nation's health? Exactly, General. And the answer is they're probably not anytime soon. But I believe it's their right to do it, and it's my it's my right not to go participate and to shop there. It's that simple. Mick the Brit, you are in the European Theater of Operations, where you have enemies of pleasure all Correct. over the place. Correct, yes, absolutely. And I was at a recent doctor's appointment. It wasn't my own doctor. It was a different doctor. And he said, do you still smoke? I said, smoke? He said, well, I have a cigar or two. So he said, how many? I said, maybe a couple of days. He went, ooh. I said, what? I said, you're comparing cigars with cigarettes. I said, doctor, it's like comparing a bicycle with a car. They both got round things made of rubber, like we put one end in our mouth and light the other end in common, but that's it. The two are separate. He said, no, you're like comparing a car with a Rolls Royce. I said, no, doctor. And I spent, he said, well, I like your logic and I like your argument so far. I said, look, I'm telling you, it's a product of mother nature. It's three leaves. That's it. No uh, terrible, obnoxious chemicals that go into cigarettes. And I've always been an advocate that cigars and cigarettes should be separated. We should not be banded together as, as one thing because a bicycle and a car are not the same. They're totally different. One's, you know, healthier and not so bad and more in tune with nature. The other one is, well, it's going to kill you. Well, we know that, and I have espoused that on this show for 19 years. And when someone calls me and says, I've quit cigarettes, I want to smoke cigars, what's my first question to them? It's how long has it been since you've had a cigarette? And I general, what is it, six months now that you recommend? One year. One year, there you and go. I, and the reason is I don't want them substituting their cig- a cigarette habit for uh, to substitute cigars because cigars are not meant to be consumed that way. Absolutely. Cigars are meant to be enjoyed in moderation for the, for the flavor, certainly not to be inhaled. So I make it very clear, and I tell them, when a year has passed, then call me. I'll be happy to give you a recommendation. The problem is, Mick is that no matter whether it is tobacco, whether it is certain food products or alcohol, the enemies of pleasure don't care because they are not rational. They're like terrorists. Not that they are terrorists, but they are like terrorists in that you cannot rationally have a rational, civilized discussion with a terrorist. You could present them all the facts. They don't care. It's the same thing with the enemies of pleasure. The food police, the cigar police, the steak police, it is the same exact rationale. They don't care because to them, a cigar is, they'll tell you a cigar contains seven times or eight times more tobacco than a cigarette. Even though... Nicotine. Even though in the fermentation process, ammonia and nicotine dissipate in cigar tobacco. Whereas 
with cigarettes, they retain the ammonia and they retain the nicotine content. But you can't have that rational discussion because they don't care. Correct. And look at this, the, 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 the data behind secondhand smoke. The World Health Organization did a, a multinational, multi-people study. Good point. And also, wasn't there a recent one with the uh, cancer uh, research people here in the USA? They also said, no way, you know, there is no proof that secondhand smoke is detrimental to your health. And that is precisely why the WHO never released the study. It is the most wonderful time of the year, lieutenants. Let's get the holiday season festivities upon us by welcoming the Cigar Dave Singers front and center. It's the most wonderful time of the show. When the general is gripping a stick for a clipping, and that's when you know it's the most wonderful time of the show. It's the half happiest segment of all. With cigar friendly meetings and long ashes greetings when lieutenants call. It's the half happiest segment of all. There'll be cigars for clipping and cognac for sipping from Tampa to San Diego. It's all over the nation, it's cigar litation, it's right here on your radio. It's the most wonderful time of the show. So go through your selection and choose with affection, cause everyone knows it's the most wonderful time of the show. Cigar Dave Officers Club ensures you have premium cigars each month. Picked by the general himself. Sign up today at CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is gonna be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, 
It's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're gonna wanna enjoy and you're gonna bootleg, and that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it, I promise you're gonna love it. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Let's take it nice and easy. It's gonna be so easy for us to fall in love. The great Frank Sinatra, and boy, we are taking it easy. Post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Hope your Thanksgiving was great. Lots of turkey, lots of the fixings, libations, great cigars, great company, great family. And we're taking it nice and easy because, lieutenants, even though this show is airing two days after Thanksgiving, we're recording this the day after the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, and we are relaxed. We are at a clandestine location where it is beautiful outside, about 80 degrees right now, light breeze. We're on some tropical uh, outdoor patio furniture. This is a great way to uh, conduct broadcast operations and maneuvers. And, Mick, by the way, do you have the equivalent of Thanksgiving in the U.K., in Britain? No, we don't, and our turkey day is Christmas Day. That's when you have the turkey? Yes, Excellent. Do you know that at Captain Paul's house, do you know what they have on Christmas and on Thanksgiving? Pasta carbonara. <laughs> Captain, love, you, love you, General. Captain Paul, go ahead and say it. Pasta carbonara. Okay, you're getting better at it. Oh, okay. You're getting better. <laughs> he didn't, I, know, how to, he didn't General, know how to pronounce be, it. Before, the General, sh- before I go to Italy, I'm going to come to you for Italian lessons. Go to Cigar Mother. <laughs> go to Cigar, cigar Mother. There you go. Italian. That's right. My mother came in and started speaking to you in Italian, and you looked at her with a blank stare. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, General, listen, when I get back to Buffalo later today, uh, Lieutenant Gary Wazorek, I'll tell you what he's doing oh, right now. special greeting to Lieutenant Gary and Gina. Yes, and, you know, Gary, I forgot to mention you. them on last week's show. They were digging out, but we're doing it right now. Yep. And we really missed them at the Cigar Day Pleasure. This past week, I was supposed to pick up some turkeys for from uh, Desiderio's, where obviously, you know, Lieutenant Gary is, uh, you know, top guy and there. And we should say James Desiderio is the largest produce purveyor, wholesale produce purveyor in the western New York and really northwest Pennsylvania region. No question about it. Well, what they're doing is they're thawing out some turkeys for us now because I couldn't get them last week. So I'll be picking up 70 turkeys uh, tomorrow. 
He's got some of them thawing. 25 turkeys are going to the Food Bank of Western New York. Those are staying frozen. The other 25 are going to our employees at Colvin Cleaners. Ten are going to our employees at Colvin Draperies. And three of those turkeys are coming back to the Bellani household because we do three turkeys every Thanksgiving. That's right. You do one with the Woodford Reserve uh, rock and rye sauce. Absolutely. You do another one with the Woodford rock. Uh, what is it? The wings sauce. And then what other one? There's another one you got. Well, well we're going to do this this year, General. He's going to actually spatchcock one of them. Ah, yeah. ah, spatchcock. No. Mick, Mick would know about spatchcock. Would I don't you, know Mick? if we can say that on the. Air. Can you say that? Spatchcock. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and depending on what way you, well, it's a procedure where you cut the bird out. But you, yeah. But it, depending on what end you enter the bird from, it's even known as cock spatching or spatchcocking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mick. I will take your word for it. Very quickly here. Lieutenants, I mentioned Al Sharpton. Now, he sits on his big platform on MS, or should I say PMSNBC, and wags his finger at everybody. I shouldn't say wags. He just yells. The, the rich don't pay their fair share. He's always yelling all the time. Well, in general, know. a lot of people think the, yellow, the louder you say it, the truer it is. That's exactly right. Well, Al Sharpton, who comes across as looking after the little guy who's out for the disadvantaged, the guy that comes out and says the wealthy must pay their fair share and they're not paying their fair share, the 1% this, the 1% that. Would you like to know who's not paying their fair share? That would be a one Al Sharpton. The New York Times last week had a huge expose that records reviewed by the New York Times show more than $4.5 million in current state and federal tax liens against him and his for-profit businesses. So while this son Amazing. of a bitch sits up every night at 6 p.m. on PMSNBC and wags his finger and say that the wealthy don't pay their fair share, this son of a bitch isn't paying any share, period. And this has gone on for a number of years. And here's what's interesting. In a deposition a number of years ago, when he was sued for libel and slander, and they asked about his assets, he says his only asset is his watch. He doesn't pay for his suits. He doesn't know who pays for his rent. He, 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 he like, conveniently had amnesia. But this is the ludicrousness of this. And just last week, there were people that spent a million dollars to honor him for his 60th birthday at the Four Seasons restaurant in New York City political officials, corporate officials, why they give this sack of garbage, no, this son of a bitch, any respect is beyond me. Because all this guy does, he's lied about Tawana Brawley, he's inflamed and caused uh, deaths in the Crown Heights section a number of years ago. Uh, this guy is absolutely bad news, and now he's Obama's special advisor. This country is totally screwed when you know you're relying on a tax-dodging son of a bitch like Al Sharpton. I agree. Unbelievable. And by the way, he got a special deal. He lives in a six-bedroom house. Testified he only pays $1,500 a month. In Brooklyn, <laughs> six-bedroom house, $1,500. It costs you more to park there for, than that in Brooklyn. Yeah, general. and he even said that his suits were owned by a for-profit business. He didn't even own his suits. And you'll see him. He's a cigar smoker. You'll see him at the Grand Havana Room in New York, sitting there, having his cigars. And again... He doesn't pay for the membership. Somebody else pays for the membership. I wonder who pays his dry cleaning bill, General. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or, or uh, 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 certainly nobody's picking up the tab to pay his taxes. <laughs> right. We know that. But uh, what's interesting is that uh, 
the, the, his organization, the National Action Network, facing judgments for several hundred thousands in unpaid office rent and hotel bills. Al Sharpton is a deadbeat. And the problem is the lamestream media won't acknowledge it. They won't talk about it. They won't go after him because they're afraid of him. And there's no reason to be afraid of a guy that should be in jail for not paying his taxes. And what I find amazing is where the hell is the IRS? They're going after all these other groups, the Tea Party groups, trying to go bust their balls. But Al Sharpton, $4.5 million in tax liens. And he actually had the audacity to say uh, that, a great quote here, he said, Wait, I want to find this because it, it, it totally, to me, he said if he was guilty of anything, it was not being organized. <laughs> well, gee, isn't he an organizer, a community organizer? Yeah, that's right. So on one hand, he says I'm an organizer, but on the other hand, I'm not organized. Well, guess what? If I went to the IRS or you did or any other group and said, I'm not organized, so I'm not going to pay my taxes for $4.5 million. You owe $4.5 million in taxes. I don't care who you are, if you're white, black, whatever. We all have to pay our taxes why the hell shouldn't he and his organization? And there is absolutely no question in my mind that that is why. And Obama's covering for him. And lieutenants, that's how we're going to end this special post-Thanksgiving Day edition of the Cigar Dave Show. I tell it like it is, lieutenants. That's what you expect. And if someone has an issue with it, call me next week, 877-DAVE-007. And Al Sharpton, you want to come on my show and debate me? Get your son of a bitch ass to Humidor 1A Command Center Alpha. You got an open invitation, but I will shred you to smithereens like the absolute sack of garbage that you are. Aside from that, happy holiday season to everyone. <laughs> Thanks to Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, XO Tim, Puff Muffin Laurie, Mick the Brit, Captain Cy, Assistant XO uh, Tim, and Sultan, our great German Shepherd, for assisting us today. Cigar Dave, the general say, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Al Sharpton, go to hell. <laughs>